Rose. It's Ramona Hill. The ball's in her court in the Hamiltonian. 1-22 and 2. 27 and 4. Third quarter speed. Ramona Hill and Andrew McCarthy. They're clear by 2. 2 and a half. Ready for money. Takes dead aim on the outside, but he's full out. Back to the neck is third. Amigo Volo fourth. Ramona Hill. Andrew McCarthy five today. Ramona. Oh, Ramona Hill takes the Hamiltonian over Ready for Money. Back of the neck in a all right, that was 2020 Hamiltonian, won by Ramona Hill. Um, hi and welcome to episode number 25 of Harness Racing, our view. And Thomas, why did we listen to the call of Ramona Hill winning the Hamiltonian? We're sitting in the Crawford Farms uh, tent where they have the videos and uh, we're going to talk with Heather. Yeah, we get Heather in here um, in a moment. Uh, first... Um, um, tell me something about the sale last night. It was crazy numbers, right? It was cr it started a little slow, then it increased and get more and more crazy. Like, yeah, we was a little high on Alter Sister. She sold for eight hundred for you guys. Uh, ended up, uh, yeah, and we're happy sale about topper. that. Yeah, and she ended up being the sale topper, and um, yeah, I'm happy to see that our industry is healthy. Right? Yeah, and uh, sisters to Gimpanzi seven hundred and fifty. Couple of others close, like uh, there was a very nice warmer cult uh, after one of the first. Uh, uh, horses I sit behind in America, Dream Child, right. and they nice. go for six twenty. Yeah, and uh, brother to um, Wendell's Cry, four seventy five. If I don't remember wrong. Yeah, correct. Uh, brother to Greenshaw, yeah. could, could it be a steal? Is he a Greenshaw or is he a Maverick? Yeah, one thirty, one thirty. Yeah, that could be a good. Could buy, be a yeah. good steal. And uh, Propulsion's brother five hundred. Uh, and the whole session crossed over eighteen and a half million. Yeah, that it beat. The record year in 2019, who was 18.2 last uh, yesterday, was 18.5, and the average was 161. That's amazing. It is. I like. Uh, I to me that tells me that the future of this industry is bright. Very much people yesterday. I think also the Kentucky program helped people. Yeah. I think it would be cool to see what the day today and the day tomorrow when they have three o'clock post time. Yeah, that's um, going to be interesting to see. I what think the that's difference good. Is I think be. this is good when you don't have the race day that you can start three o'clock because when you start seven o'clock and you have uh, very long books, you're not finished almost before midnight, and it's hard to get out, take a dinner with clients and uh, and people. So uh, three o'clock, then you can take uh, some food after. Exactly, interesting. So why don't we uh, get Heather in here and uh, start a little bit of conversation so she can talk to us about um, Crawford Farms and her role um, uh, at Crawford Farms and um, what their future might look like. Yep. So we got Heather um, Reese in the tent with us, and um, I must say first, Heather, that I've talked around and we got some. Uh, request to get you on the show here and um, it's always nice to see because people say that you could possibly be one of the most loved people in our industry so that's and you do everything you do always with a smile on your face and I just needed to put that out there it's always um, good to have you and thanks for being here with us no problem. I appreciate it so um, why don't you explain a little bit what is your main role here at Crawford Farms I pretty much do everything. I mean, I fool everybody out. I raise everybody, yearling prep everything. We have the race horses at the end of the year. So, you name it, I pretty much do it. So, what would you say? What if you were to have a title? I don't know. I'm not big on titles, <laughs> so whatever it is. But um, what would that title be? I mean, just manager, I guess. Yeah. So, are you? I, I now you guys purchase a farm down here in Kentucky. Yep. Are you managing that farm as well? Uh, just remotely, 
basically. I have a manager down here, Dakota. He does a great job. Um, we just communicate text mostly. Oh, nice. How, how many horses is like uh, with the Broadmers totally? Uh, we have about 100 right now. So yeah. I have 50 of them down here, 50 of them in New York. All bro- only broodmares, 50 broodmares only? Yep. Okay. Well, they're, like half the foals are down here too. I fold everything in New York and then sent half of them down to get their days. Okay. There was an interesting question. I, I It just popped out in my head there. Like, okay, so you guys purchased the farm, was it two years ago now? Last year. Last year yep. already. Could you, did, did you feel like you could predict what they were going to do with the Kentucky Star Six program? I, I don't think we predicted quite the level that it's at. Um, we were pretty excited, wanted to be able to get on the dual eligibility, especially with the New York breads. So... I think we're pretty happy right now where we're sitting. <laughs> I mean, and you I must say you look like a genius at the moment, right? Like <laughs> you guys um that's a great um, decision that you guys made. Uh, how how has the story been uh, behind uh, Ramona? Ramona Hill. Oh, she was a dream come true. I mean, nobody ever expected it out of her. She was kind of a sleeper. So The cool thing with Ramona every time she had a little break, she come up to your back and Yeah, and I had her a couple times. She's a great filly to be around. Very kind, polite, everything. Yeah, and you bred, raised, and sold her here. And what? The, how? How did the discussion go after she was sold? Was Was it their plan to buy into her or keep a piece of her? No, not not even from the beginning. Tony came to Michelle and Al. I think even I don't even know if it was at the sale, and they said, "Yeah, I guess we can take a piece." They're always happy to stay in. So. Yeah, so it's got to be special for you then if you you decided right. Like, how does that work when with the decision are made with um, um, picking stallions and what mare, what to go where? And um, Al does most of the, you know, the crosses. But if he sends it to me and then we kind of round table it, and if there's something I'd notice maybe a mare doesn't quite cross with the stallion confirmation wise, he's pretty open to anything. Yeah, and who's your favorite mare? Oh, loaded question. Um, that is a loaded question. <laughs> I love Handover Bell. She's an Angus Hall mare, just good hard knocking mare. She's one of my favorites. But last year we bought Warwick Butte, so she's she's in there now. <laughs> All right, great. And what about the? Are you are you happy with the roster that you're lining up for the sale here in Lexington? Oh yeah, I think tonight. You know, tonight I think is our strongest night. We have a Chapter Seven colt. I'm super excited about. He's out of the family of Guccio and Lagerfield, so. He's gotten a ton of play. I'm I'm excited. Oh, you, sold, great. You, you sold seven yesterday. Six last night. Six yesterday, and yep. average over a little over eighty. Yeah, we did okay. We averaged uh, eighty-seven thousand. So yeah. that's a question I was gonna uh, I was gonna ask you too. <laughs> well, what was the decision made when you come here with uh, maybe some of the, um, the American ideals, for example, right? And then um, uh, personally, I think they may could possibly be a better second day horses yeah possibly? definitely is that something that you decide or who decides um, that or dave reed comes up twice so he comes up about usually like april may we go over but everybody while they're out in the field still and then he comes up again about july august right after they come in to start prep so i mean the american ideals i think they got a little undersold last night he's getting old but and do you think they got lost because of the I rest think so. of them and huntsville's in now so exactly but i think he's still definitely a buyer's horse Absolutely, Maybe and I, I agree with that, but it, <laughs> it was just, you know, it, the way I looked at it, when the, when I looked through the catalog, the way it was set up, it might have he might have got lost a little bit last yeah, night. Yeah, you know, the captains kind of swallow up everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 52 horses selling uh, on this sale yeah. down in 
good it's number. It's a lot. Yeah, it's this is. I think last year we brought 57 down, but it's a good number to have. It's great to get that many off the farm. <laughs> yeah, right. It's going to make your job a lot easier, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What about um, uh, what are your impressions of the sale so far? Oh, I think I just uh, talked to Thomas earlier off air before you walked in here, and we said that it looks like the industry is healthy, right? Oh, I think so. I mean, anybody that was selling last night should be happy. Right. You don't. They're not too often that you sell over half of the night for six figures. No, exactly. And I, <coughs> like the first. In 2019, you guys have 28 down here, 57 last year, yep. 52 this year. It's It just keeps going up. I think we have 67 or 70 weanlings on the ground right now. Yeah, with a new farm too. So. And then 98 in the belly. So. Oh, wow. We're going to be busy. How did, how did this come about? Like, after, take me through it. When you first started uh, until this point right now, so how, the, how <laughs> has that been for you? Uh, I worked for Al's dad straight out of... I went one semester of college at Morrisville, went to work for Al's dad during winter break, and just never went back. <laughs> right? You, you didn't go back to school? Nope. Or? Never went wow. back to school. I worked I worked for Al's dad for a few years, and then went and worked for a racehorse and hunter-jumper vet, and then Al gave me a call one day and said, hey, you know, can we get you back? <laughs> okay. And uh, what was the decision there um, between you two that you were going to manage it? Yep. Or? Okay. At that point, I think... My first year, I had seven yearlings, I think. <laughs> That's what I mean, right? Like, how, 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 what have changed the most for you with the uh, amount of numbers that have come in and gone? Uh, I mean, right now, I think I'm the same with everybody else. It's so challenging to get help. But, you know, when you have the quality of mares and you just grow with it. You don't have it. You just, you just do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and always right, like with a smile on our face, right? <laughs> so like, it's uh, it's always good to see. I've been I've been in like the last five years down yep. here in Kentucky and I think Crawford Farm is maybe the the consigner who impressed me most the last couple of years I appreciate that <laughs> yeah good because it's not like just the horses look better better every year but like it's classy from the outside too yeah we try to we try to be a little bit different than everybody but stay with who picked the colors uh, Michelle picked the pink and blue but we're all Well, I'm bored with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet, I bet, I bet you are. Um, I, I wanted to ask you too, with, with this with the Kentucky farm and the New York, uh, like, how are you planning this or to get the dual eligible? Are you planning on doing half and half? Or So last year, I think, you know, it's going to be a learning curve a little bit because Dakota was new to us and I'm a little bit fussy and I like to keep everything to myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit of a control freak, but last we you know we it's a couple days right in the beginning of july it's a madhouse trucks going in and out i think we had to truck about every eight or nine hours to get everything swapped but i'll send like some of my pennsylvania and even you know there's word on the street that new york's going to get ship semen this year so yeah i heard if we can get that done then the open mares will go down they'll stay down here start their days right january 1st and then I'll still continue to fold everything in New York. Just we have our resident vet and everything, so it's cheaper up there. Exactly. In the future, you think Crawford Farm will stand studs? I think it could be a possibility. I mean, we have Crazy Wow. He had a little bit of trouble last year. We're hoping maybe we can get him back for. Yeah, I heard rumors that they <clears throat> his offsprings look. They look pretty good. I'm not even biased. They look good. <laughs> yeah, they are. They they do look good. Yeah, you told, you told me that. Yeah, I've been. I was up there visiting Heather and and inspected a few of them, and I must say they uh, they actually impressed me. 
Um, so, like, you have so many things going on in your life, right? Oh, yeah. Um, how do you manage time between the two farms now? The sales, the breeding, and, and all that going on. And you're recently married, fairly yep. recent married. <laughs> um, can you shut the door at home? Uh, and not talk about work? What about your husband? Is he involved? He's involved. He does all of our operation stuff. He's the man behind all the beautiful new barns at the new farm. So he does a great job. We pretty much can't shut the door. It's it's nonstop horses. <laughs> Do you ever get away? Do you ever get a vacation? Uh, we didn't last year. COVID kind of screwed that up a little bit. Hopefully, I'm hoping after the sales we get a little bit of a break. Yeah. But it's horses is everything so at this point <laughs> at this point i'm so fascinated by it, uh, this whole operation like at this point could you see yourself doing anything else definitely not is that because you were just into it 24 I mean, 7 or is it my my dad was a trainer driver my mom came down from canada she was a groom forever even she works for the state of new york now but we can't even she comes back and works 50 hours a week for me now right <laughs> so i don't think i'm i'm not going anywhere no it doesn't look like it <laughs> yeah. uh, that's good. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm thrilled to sit in there because every time I come around there and see there is some new stuff every year for you guys on yep. the consignment. Yeah. With the with the colors and it it I think it is very very classy and the, how hard is it to get people to work and prep the horses and show the horse on the sale? Oh, it, I have a crew down here, um, JP. He he's been here about eight or nine years with me. I just call him up in July and say, JP, I'm bringing fifty. So okay. So gather, he, gather up your guys. <laughs> do, do you get to a point where you feel like, oh, this is too much? It gets overwhelming sometimes, but I think at the end of the day, you just kind of, it could be worse. So if you're going to describe yourself with three words, what would those three words be? Oh, I just, <laughs> you didn't give me that question. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm pretty dedicated. I don't, there's nothing I want to do more than this. Right. So... It's hard to come up with three words, but <laughs> that's good. That's true too. I I must say one thing. Like okay, so now I've been working for Diamond Creek for a while, and uh, I see. Um, I hope Adam doesn't listen in, but Gina gets frustrated <laughs> on, uh, at Adam sometimes because he can call her up and say, "Hey, I got a mare coming," and then two days later, another mare is leaving, or two more are coming, and he said, "No, it's only one," and then it's three on a three on a truck. Is there something, or and so she gets a little frustrated. Oh yeah, and, and I can see and. Is what makes you what gets you frustrated? That happens with us, you know. Sometimes wires get crossed, and the message gets not quite brought across how it's supposed to. But it, by the end of the day, you just shrug it off. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting, right? Because the farm manager usually never get the credit that they, that they do really deserve. Who, who is like when you guys go on the sale, and you, the last couple of years you buy good mares, yeah, with, young mares. Um, who is I taking mean, the decision there? Um, it's it's a joint, you know, I, the Black Book just came out for the mixed sale, so we've been going over that a little bit, trying to pick out some mares that we think maybe we want to pick up. We got 15 in Harrisburg that we're selling our own, so just regroup a little bit every year. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, and I'm, I'm fascinated, and then, like I said, you're doing it all, and I don't know if it's always... Um, uh, when we see you but you always have a smile on your face and that that's <laughs> I, I i love to see it right what about uh, your husband would he say the same thing if we were to ask him uh, i mean probably not but <laughs> <laughs> he gets frustrated because i'm so hardcore i there's pretty much he gets sick of listening about the horses i think do you have any other interests not really <laughs> no I this mean, is all i have a riding horse at home that i bought last year i think i've ridden him five times 
Yeah, I can I can only imagine. <laughs> but I have a racehorse. I mean, I'm in. I have a broodmare, so this is we're all in. Yeah, that's another part, right? Are you own one racehorse, or do you own have, part of something else that's in training at the moment? I have a couple. I own a pieces of a couple young ones that we have with different trainers. Um, I have a pace and mare with George Ducharme right now. She's. I think she have. Do you always like to have pink equipment. Yep. Oh yeah, that's me too. <laughs> okay. So you you guys now I can see why no. you're on board with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get it now. I have my trainer's license. I did the racing under saddle and everything. So Yeah, I remember that. I, I remember seeing you there. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Thomas. Uh what do you think will be your sale topper today? Uh toss up between one fifty five, it's a muscle hill colt and two forty six. Yeah, and what, what if you were to say like what is um what would be your favorite like the horse that you're most excited to sell that you believe that someone can get for a decent amount of money that you think can be a really really good horse maybe a sleeper a sleeper it is um we have a pace in Philly 361 I really like her I don't think she's going to be a super high price but an American ideal yep Philly. and then 535 it's a crazy wild colt. Oh, naughty Nana. <laughs> naughty Wobster. Uh he's he's awesome. We joke he's at, back at home, he's my mom's pet. Oh yeah. She takes about an hour brushing him, grooming him every day, but he looks just like his sister that made a good amount of money. Mm. So. That, that that's good in, info because that horse is probably half broke then. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> he's an angel. Right? That's good. Yeah, I'm super excited. And again, Heather, I, I really appreciate you took your time to talk to us a little bit. And again, I, it's awesome to see you and be around you guys. And um, I, I'm I'm impressed with what you guys have done in a very short period of time. Yeah, so. Thanks. I, I just need to sign under on that because the last couple of years, I think it special the horses. The last we, couple of we years, we tweak a couple of things every year and try yeah. to improve and you know suck information. You know detail how other people do their prep and i pay attention to everybody <laughs> right do you have like a mentor that you could call or do you have someone that it gives you advice or I do mean, you study a lot or how yeah. does that go about it what what would you say would be the most important thing to raise a, a yearling just i mean feeding them the nutrition not overfeeding them not underfeeding them making sure that they're fit enough but not too fit you guys it's, like the Crawford farms is a little into the turbo business too yep. do you guys go on the sale and take some tips from the thoroughbred sale over to I honestly have not done anything with the thoroughbreds. I had we had a couple, I bred a couple on the farm, but other than that I haven't really done too much with the sales. Yeah, but you guys have a, quite a few of those also, right? Yep, I think we have in like 11 or 12 mares in Fold our Stallion Chance lot, so Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah, good. Good future there. Yeah. And uh, coming up, um future brood mares, right? Yep. Who who are you most excited for is she, this she did mention the name before. Is this Atlanta <laughs> or or Atlanta and, and, and you Butte? Yeah, yeah. she's well, tough as nails, but I love that mare. I've always liked her. I followed her when it came up last year that we could maybe get into get in on her. I was pretty excited. Oh, nice. We have a embryo coming from Atlanta this year. That's a Muscle Hill, so that's definitely something to that's be excited super, about. <laughs> absolutely. So that's that's good stuff. All good stuff. Yeah. So I again. I think it's time we um about we wrap this up and um right. Wish you good luck today. Yeah. Thank you. And all the best for the rest of the sale. Yeah, thanks. Thank you guys so much. Thank Bye. you.